Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boys, John Lee. And Jack Coughlin. And we are back with another episode of Courtside Eclipse Nation podcast. First of all, we just want to say thank you guys for tuning in, supporting our pod in the offseason. We've had probably the best offseason of our lives, getting to talk to players, trainers, uh, broadcasters. It was a ton of fun, so... Thank you guys for that. Also, sorry for the long delay. As you guys know, Jack is a collegiate athlete, so give it up for Jack. He's grinding. Thank you, guys. I, I hear the applause from yep. wherever you guys are listening. I, I hear it. I very much appreciate it. Jack, how how's it been being a professional athlete? Sorry, professional, <laughs> a student athlete. I'm not there yet. Maybe maybe I'll get a 10-day uh, this year. No, I'm kidding. It's been really, really fun. I've been adjusting to, the, to everything, being away from home and college basketball and the whole lifestyle that comes with it and the busyness of it and every, every single little intricacy with it I've been adjusting to, but I really enjoy it. I enjoy the process, enjoying the journey. So it's been a great time so far. That's great, man. It's always great to see you mature as the young man you Thank are. Thank you. It definitely, uh, my <laughs> me maturing is, is more difficult than most people. So I'm very glad it's, it's finally happening a bit. Facts. Okay. I the most true statement you've ever said. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into let's get into what we're going to talk about today. Uh, the subject that most of you guys are talking about is just the Clippers and preseason in general. They started uh, the preseason on September 30th last Friday with a 121-81 win over Maccabi uh, from Israel. Moses Brown had 14 points, 13 rebounds. Luke Kennard had 16 points with four threes. He looked great. Preston had four points, nine rebounds, 10 assists. Um, but the game we were most excited for, pretty much the entire fan base, which was probably one of the most high preseason games um, in franchise history, was their 107-97 win versus Portland, which was headlined by Kawhi Leonard's return, in which he had 11 points, four rebounds, two assists. PG also had 12 points, uh, seven rebounds, and two assists. Norm struggled a bit. Uh, Diabate continued to look good uh, with this energy from Summer League. And uh, we saw we got our first bit of John Wall in that game. So, Jack, I want to know, what did you think of Kawhi's return in his first game back in about 14, 15 months? Well, I may or may not have immediately jumped up and screamed as soon as he hit that first three. I was very, very excited about that. And a couple of the guys on the team, we were watching it together, and they were making fun of me, of course, because it is a preseason game. But, hey, I'm hyped for Kawhi to be back. I got no shame. He was looking pretty solid to start off. I mean, it's preseason. It wasn't anything too crazy. It was, you know, not the not the most minutes. But he looked like Kawhi. I mean, it didn't it didn't look like, you know, some random new player. It, just, it looked like same old Kawhi to me. He looked solid. He was making some nice passes. He seems very strong, moving really well, confident getting to his spots, his mid-range three. thought Paul George also looked nice. And, yeah, I'm liking Kawhi so far. I mean, we've literally only had this stint in the preseason game, but, oh, it feels good to watch him again. It's just like a breath of fresh air. And and it just it felt like seeing same old Kawhi for me. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, he didn't really look like he was hurt. He just looked like he like was 
There were times where he looked a little tired, but he seemed really aggressive on offense, trying to get to his spot in that like right mid-range block area where he would back down the defender, see what the defense was doing. But he seemed really aggressive on that end. Like he really wanted useful reps. But it it was funny because when he hit that first three, I got hyped too. So I was like, I was like, geez, he's back. Like I know it was a switch on like Nurkic, but it was like kind of sick, like just to see that and like all the stuff he's working on. But uh, what did you think of how he was moving? He seemed like to me, he seemed like he was normal Kawhi in that regard. Yeah, it felt pretty normal. I mean, there was nothing that I saw where I was like, oh, that's because of the knee or anything like that. I mean, it, it felt pretty normal to me. We'll see how he looks in in the upcoming preseason games and and go from and go from there, I guess. But hey, it looked pretty nice. I'm 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 feeling good about it. I'm liking it from from just that one game. Yeah, each each game will get better with him. I was pretty encouraged by what I saw. Um, uh, I'm not going to expect everything uh, at the beginning when the season starts, but I like how he's approaching this preseason, putting the energy in, um, <clears throat> trying to get his uh, his lungs and his legs back. So that's good. Um, someone who didn't really need to do that was Paul George. He had 12.7 rebounds. Um, he looked like, to me, he looked like the best player on the court, like, he was playing his normal PG game, just effortless, uh, hitting off the dribble threes. Uh, he had a nice pocket pass to Zoo. He just like looked super smooth. Um, I think it was a testament to how he prepared coming into this offseason. Like they, Lawrence Frank and them said that um, he was putting in the work. Um, he was staying ready in the offseason. He understands like his championship window is closing. But what do you think of PG during that game? Oh yeah, he was nice. That that one inside hand layup he had, that jelly layup was so clean. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And he also looked really, really confident. And we know how PG plays against the Blazers. The Blazers, you know, he likes to tear them up. So yeah, he looked really, really good. It seems like he put a lot of work in in the offseason. He's got the new hairstyle. What do you think of the new hairstyle he was rocking? I'm trying. Do you think it's like his way of saying like the old PG? Or, some, or like the old, but the new PG, you know, because that's how he looked like with the Pacers, right? Like he had the different beard. He didn't have the braids. True. But I mean, I don't know if that's his way of saying it, but I'm rolling with it. I like that. You I'm look with that. You look great. Like literally he didn't miss a beat. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm excited to see because he got to be a number one for a little bit last season. But I, I can't wait to see. I think he might be a little more aggressive as a two. Um number two option next year. I think it's only going to be better for him, even though mm-hmm. the roster is loaded. I think he's going to have a really good year. Um, and I think that offseason work is really going to play into favor for him. So I'm really excited to see uh, what he does there. Um, but I agree. I like him as a scorer better. I mean, he can pass really, really well, but I mm-hmm. feel like just from seeing him, I feel like he's best when he's definitely attacking and, and going for those, going for scoring as aside from just, forcing passes even though he's a great passer and he always makes he makes the right play a lot but yeah i like him as a scorer more yeah no i especially with the uh Kawhi coming back and Kawhi getting the attention um i think he's, he's gonna have a lot more opportunity uh he'll get like the second best defender now and then now he's got shooting and length around him as well so he'll have space um so yeah i'm excited to see him um Someone else I want to talk about was Norman Powell. He struggled a bit. He was 111 from the field. He was someone that uh, he had lofty goals. He wanted to be an all-star and a starter this season. I don't really think that he will start unless something happens with the fours on the team that they won't be available. But 
I, I think he just started pressing a little bit once his, he didn't see his shot going down. Um, what do you, what'd you think of how he played? I, I know he's better. We know he's a better player than this. Like he averaged like 19, 20 points a game for the Clippers. Um, do you think it's because he's adjusting to that off the bench role and he feels like he has to get his quicker or what do you think um, is his mindset in these games now? Yeah, it could be. I mean, I'm not going to put too much stake into it. I mean, I'm kind of on the, you know, when it comes to preseason, any, anything positive, I'm like, let's go. That's great. That's good sign. And then anything negative, I'm more like, oh, you know, it is just preseason. But yeah, it could be, you know, he could just be wanting to adjust to that preseason or that off the bench role. But I, I think it'll come around, you know, it's only the first game. So we'll see. I mean, even Wall was a little off in the first game as well. And but he, he was also moving well, but yeah, I think I think Norm will come along. We saw him, we saw what he did last year. He was good last year, and you know he definitely likes to attack and and get his and get his buckets. And you know sometimes it's off, sometimes it's not. But I I, I feel I feel I feel good about him coming along, and he'll he'll start to hit some. Yeah, I mean it's also his first game playing with like guys who who touch the ball a lot and. Um, That's true. And Kawhi and PG like John Wall and all those guys, but obviously we. Uh, it's the first game, so we can't really say much about. It. We, I think he he needs to get his footing, or or like he needs to like get more comfortable in his role, which he will, I'm sure, because he was uh he's a professional, he's done it before, so I'm excited to see that. By the way, I just took a be real, so this is probably the first ever Clipper podcast to be real in history. So Ooh. boom, that's right. Wow, that's legendary. Exactly. I know. I look forward to your be reels every single day. Like, oh, I love reacting to them, commenting on them, John. You're your beat reels are my daily medicine, man. They they truly are the best. Damn, bro. College must suck for you then. Um <laughs> anyway. Uh anyway, um Diabate looked good. I thought he had some good energy. Um, we'll get into that a little later. Um John Wall, my uh my pick for the starting point guard. Uh, I'm sticking to the bit. We'll get into that later. But I thought he had some good spurts getting downhill he looked good he looked active on defense he was like entertaining switches um he had some couple of nice dimes nice passes uh that maybe didn't get caught sometimes but i thought it was nice to see him get into the paint um he had some turnovers and uh some miscellaneous but hey it's his first game in like a year so i'll give him the benefit of the doubt and he made a step up three too which was nice so what was your thoughts on John Wall? I think he was the person I was second most excited to see. Yeah, I I liked the way he was moving. He was he was trying to get his and he and he felt very confident to me and in, in trying to attack. And on that three, I remember because he just missed a shot or two like right before. Mm-hmm. And he had that three, and it wasn't like the most amazing shot. It wasn't just a wide open, easy one. Like it was a it was a ballsy it was a shot deep. to take. And, it was a little deep too, yeah, was it not? It was, it was deep and it was, a, it was, it took some guts to take that, but he let it go, hit it, feeling himself. So he doesn't lack confidence. That's for sure. And that's, it's a cool vibe to have on the team. So yeah, he looked like he was moving pretty well. We'll see, we'll see how the, the rest of the games go, but hey, moving pretty well. I mean, I feel like that's like the main thing you got to look at is for like guys like him and Kawhi that haven't played in a long time is, you know, the way they're moving on the court. Do you feel threatened because your team Re- Reggie and my uh, start wall campaign is going to gain steam as he gets his legs under him. I am sticking with team Reggie. I have been on team Reggie from the start and I am rolling with team Reggie. I I'm, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm keeping it. Wall looked good. Reggie was also solid. I mean, I'm, I feel confident in Reggie. 
Okay. And, and I'm I, sticking to it. I don't think that's a bad thing either. Like Reggie's the better catch and shoot option next next to the stars. So I don't blame you at all. Yeah, I that's just, the thing. I, f- I feel like next to Kawhi and PG, like Reggie catch and shoot three wise will just make more sense than John Wall. Like I feel no, like John 100%. Wall off the bench would, would be a good role for him. At least at the start. I feel like John Wall could definitely earn it. But at the start, it, it, Reggie feels like it makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of the bench, um, Moses Brown, he had some. Um, he looked uh, decent in the first game. Or he put he some solid numbers, had good activity. Second game, he was uh, a little shaky. But I want to know, what do you think about the backup center spot? Like, it's been probably the recurring theme of the summer. What do you think they should do with that spot? Given how loaded they are, do you think they should just embrace going small and have Nico or Rocco play that small ball five so they can open up another slot on the wing? Or do you think they should stick with Moses Brown or get another center? What do you think they should do with that spot? Yeah, I've been wondering a lot about that too. I mean, it would be it would be great to still have Hartenstein. I definitely miss him. But I mean, it looks like they're rolling with it's it seems like they're comfortable with this small ball five off the bench i feel like that's what it'll be at the Mm -hmm. start i feel like they should definitely pick up another big like hardenstein to so we can still have that option even though we may still stick with small ball five like a small ball five man lineup off the bench i feel like just having that option of a hardenstein like backup big would be really key and important just so if needed we could we could use that i feel like it may not be the best to rely on moses brown as that I think picking up another guy would would be ideal. What, what do you think about that? Uh, it's interesting because Moses Brown, like, I see the potential. Like, I understand it. But I, I can – there's also times I see why he's been on, like, what, four different teams in four years. Um, I, I feel like maybe they could get it out of him being surrounded by so many vets. So, I think maybe we could give him time and see. Like, I – it's not obviously it's not the situation, but I remember Nico didn't play. I think he didn't play that well to start. Um, I want to say the preseason in his first year, but he came along and everyone ended up wanting him to start eventually. But obviously it's not the same situation. But I think maybe once he gets comfortable in their offense, um, and how they do things defensively, he could work out. I think they want to go for younger athletic just to see that potential. But if anything, they could probably get one of the vet bigs on the market i mean there's not much on the center market or who knows maybe they think diabate could get it um even on his two-way even though he's a bit uh slim for a center not like Moses brown is in but he's at least seven two but yeah we'll see i i just don't want them to run batum and covington to the ground and then god forbid something happens to zoo and then, like, what what are they going to do at that point? Just call up Diabate and then have him and Moses Brown be their center rotation. So it'll be yeah, interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to see what they do, what Ty Lue could put out there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One thing I want to ask you about Tyloo is he had some pretty cool lineup uh, making out there to see what he wanted to see with certain groups. Uh, some interesting ones were uh, John Wall, Norman Powell, PG, Kawhi, and Zoo. And another one he had Wall, PG, Wall, Reggie, PG, Kawhi, and his other Batum or Covington. I want to know what is a lineup that you want to see them roll out there, whether it be a potential closing lineup or just something that interests you. Oh, I mean, the whole wing lineup is always interesting to me, like a, a PG, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, Batum, Covington lineup, mm-hmm. or maybe even T-Man instead of one of them. Like, just the whole wing lineup is just always just a fun one, or maybe even a Norman Powell instead of one of those guys. Just a, a, a wings that can shoot, drive, defend, small ball lineups like that. I mean, it would be cool to see that rolled out, maybe even as a closing lineup. Who knows, but... Those are always the most interesting to me, just to see how they all play together. What about yeah. you? Um, well, I'm trying to think. Well, what I first for what you said, the all wing lineup. At first, I was gonna, I would be like, oh, they don't have a point guard really for that. But I think, uh, not last year, but the year before, they had PG playing some backup one. Uh, when Chauncey Billups was back with the assistant coach with them, so I think I would like still trust PG to have the ball in his hands and initiate <laughs> offense. Um. Obviously, you'd want him to be a score too, but being a one, he's going to want to set people up. But I think that all wing lamps really interesting, especially defensively. But um, one I would want to see is one of Jaw Wall, PG, Kawhi, Batum, and Covington. So you got all those lengthy guys on there, and then you have a bunch of space for Jaw Wall to operate. Just hunt a switch, let him go at him, uh, let him break a defense down. Uh, and you got shooters all over the place. And then you could see him, uh, the catch and shoot that he's been working on the offseason. I want to see if it um, that work will come into fruition. So that's what I want to see. I think Wall will flourish with all those wings. But I, I do also want to see him with Zoo as well to see that pick and roll game, see if he could make him his like core taught from the Wizards. Um, but yeah. I like that one. I mean, Wall has a great wingspan. He's a long wingspan too, so that makes sense too. And Wall's passing, I thought was pretty solid too. Yeah, no, he's right. he's a he's a great passer, and he has a six nine wingspan, like, oh, yeah. and he's like six uh, three. So, hey, it's not it's not Victor Webbanyama, but it's it's that's still something. No. By the way, just side note, Victor versus Scoot, that was one of the craziest games I've ever seen live. Those two guys are unbelievable. Oh my goodness, I oh. That there's just so many things that could be said about both of them, but this is a Clippers podcast, so we're gonna we're gonna try our best to stay on topic. But do you have I, anything I, about that? Yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say it's like it's unreal to see a guy like uh when Benyama like move like that and make the moves. He's he's make, taking like pull ups, like pull up threes, like like and it's like it doesn't even look like a big man too. It looks like a small forward taking it. Like it doesn't even look that crazy, that crazy. And then like scoot. Like that Euro he had, or that finish he had around Webb and Yama. And then, like, I think his first bucket was like a tween size up jumper. And then he had a step back on him. Like, it was all clean. 
like polished moves and these guys are like what 18 or something yeah they're like kids Wild. and they're like this like good but yeah we apologize um people who only want to listen about the clippers um <laughs> victor is seven four though doing that that is just unbelievable yeah unreal and scoot six two is he not or something like that yeah but... he's got good finishing mid-range shooting iq i like his mentality like they were they were shrugging at each other scoring back and forth that was a fun game yeah they're both they're both 18 so that's that's actually insane but Anyway, sorry guys. Um, back back to someone just as good. Marcus Morris um was named or somewhat named the starting power forward that Tyloo said. Um, Tyloo said he likes him at the starting spot because he can create his own shot. Uh, he wasn't at the game, uh, in against Portland because of the birth of his child. So congrats, Mook. Well done. Well done. You did the thing again. Um. What do you think of him starting over uh, Rocco and Nico? Hmm. I mean, it, uh, I feel like it could be between Nico and him. It could go either way. It's it's usually I, I feel like it'll go to Mook. I mean, he's he's always pretty much been that that starting position most of the time. It goes to him. I could. Uh, it's a tough one because I could I could make a case for Nico as well. All of them. I, I feel like they would. Yeah. Roko as well. That's the thing. I would love to see Roko get a shot and see how he fits with them. That's, that's a tough one. I feel like it'll they'll still stick with with Morris there because that's just how it's usually been. But hey, I mean, if he's ever injured or anything, they're more than happy to start Nico or Roko there. I feel like. Yeah, I I also think that Tyloo feels comfortable um putting defenders like PG Kawhi and Zoo around him as well because. Mook is like probably the fourth best defender in that starting lineup with Reggie there. Um, but like surrounding those guys with like your the two on three wings and zoo, I think can kind of shield it. And plus, he probably doesn't want Reggie to do too much and just stay catch and shoot. And then if uh they need a tertiary um shot maker, and I think that's what Mook can do, and he showed it last season. So it which in my opinion was his best season as a clipper. So Coming off that, coming off a uh, healthy offseason, like, I'm glad uh, to see him. But moving on to our last segment, um, Ty Lu also said that John Wall will start on Sunday versus Minnesota. That game is going to be on Sunday at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, Reggie started the first game. He said John Wall's going to start the next game so he can get see them together. He also noted that today, uh, Wednesday, October 5th, I believe, was his first practice with Zoo in the same lineup with Wall. So that'll be interesting to see if they can build that Wall-Gortai-Washington connection. Um, what is something you want to see from Wall in that game on Sunday? Ooh, I feel like definitely could see how well his catch and shoot is from three along with the starting lineup, see, mm -hmm. see how that's looking. Cause you know, that's Reggie, like that's what it's what he does with the starters. He likes to be on the perimeter and catch and shoot. We know Reggie has the one-on-one -on -one moves to get downhill as well, but he's more complimentary piece to those main guys being a catch and shoot three point shooter. So I want to see wall as the catch and shoot three point shooter, see how he does at that. And I, again, I'll bring it back. I'm sticking team Reggie starting opening night. I'm sticking it. We can, 
we can we're gonna go we can go back and forth all day on this this is this is this i'm just gonna say it, it's gonna be a weekly wager everyone i have to break the news it's going to be a weekly wager about who's gonna start opening night but yes what what would you like to see from from john wall starting? <laughs> well, well thanks for skipping ahead anyway uh but t- <laughs> i was too excited about I'll, it it's okay i want to see him still get downhill be relentless relentless i want to see his finishing see how it is after that year off i want to see the pick and roll chemistry with zoo out and the catch and shoot um and i want to see how he does in his, that switching defense see if he could still hold his own i i will admit reggie is still the better floor spacer um and i trust reggie more as a bailout shooter but i i am excited to see wall with the starters um and especially with Zoo and the spacing he could get with the small ball lineup. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think there's like a lot of upside with him. I think we know what the Clippers are with Reggie as the starting point guard. But I think with Wall, you either have a, an above, well above average backup point guard or you struck gold um, when you uh, bought low, semi-low on him. But yes, thank you, Jack. That does bring us to the weekly wager, which is... <laughs> Who will start opening night? We ever since Joel signed with the Clippers, Jack and I have pretty much picked sides. We're like skipping Shannon Sharp on these things. I don't care if Wall gets outplayed. I am sticking to my guns. I'm going full skip Bayless. I'm going to be team <laughs> Wall till I die. I'm going to be doing his dance. I'm going to Dougie when I go to a game. Um, but I'm going John Wall starting opening night. I think Ty Lue's going to say, I want to see how it works. Um, I love the pressure he brings to us. I love his tenacity on defense. I think Ty Lu pulls the trigger and says, give me John Wall. How about you? Well, listen, Wall could definitely earn it. Wall might even be the better player. Wall might end up starting very, very soon. Wall might be the one. But I'm sticking with Reggie. Reggie, you're starting opening night. It's happening. You're going to get that spot. You have earned it. You're the catch and shoot floor spacer. You have big moments in the playoffs for us. You are goggles. You're getting the starting spot opening night. And we'll go from there. But Reggie, I'm, I might drop the link to the team Reggie shirts, guys. It might be in the description down below. It, it won't be. But I'm team Reggie. It, it's funny because you didn't say anything wrong, like, in all that praise. <laughs> Reggie earned everything. So I wouldn't be mad. I won't be mad. I want Wall to succeed. I want him to break out. There is a chance that he won't be as good as a fit, but I won't be mad. By the way, it's still team Wall, bitch. Um, so that's hey, gonna Wall, do it. The for- way Wall was getting downhill, though, like the way what? he was getting downhill, he was quick. He was quick again downhill, getting into the paint. So he was looking nice. He was looking very, very nice. I'm excited to see uh who how he decides who's going to start and what, what actually ends up happening with that. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time, but um, that's going to do it for us guys. Thank you again for supporting. Um, Again, big off season for us. Sorry. It's just back to us two now doing episodes, but it's the way it's supposed to be, but we apologize um, for that. But thank you again, as always um, like rate us on Spotify, give us reviews, tweet at us. We appreciate all the support you give us. Jack, where can these people find you online? They can find me at Jack Clippers on Twitter and at Jack.Coglin on Instagram. And Reggie and John Wall, if you're listening, we're not trying to divide you guys. We love you guys both equally. 
It's no no type of beef or division we want to cause within the Clippers locker room. We're not trying to start locker room drama whatsoever. We just we have a job to do with the podcast, and this is a fun topic that the people like to talk about. So yeah, that's all it is. Love you guys. Yeah, they're hundred percent not listening to this pod anyway. So. <laughs> But wow, that's also bold of you to give out the IG. I respect that. Um, you guys can follow me, you guys can follow me at courtside underscore clips. We'll be back at you after another couple of games. And as always, go clips.